From the Downtown Tyler Visitor Center, this is Roses and Weeds. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome into Roses and Weeds. You're uh, now hearing from the entire communications team. My name is Bob Malden. We're going to go around and introduce the entire team here uh, in short order. But first, want to welcome in everyone who is now able to watch the podcast of Roses and Weeds. We have a camera in the room here that's going to get all the shots and all the folks. And, of course, let's start off over here uh, with Julie Goodgame and Adriana Rodriguez. Nelly to introduce themselves. I'm Julie Goodgame. I am the communications director for the city of Tyler, and you know me from many past episodes. And I'm Adriana Rodriguez. I'm one of the public information officers for the communications department. And then I'm Peyton Weidman. I'm also a public information officer for the city of Tyler. I'm Luann Campbell, and I also am a public information (laughs) officer for the city of Tyler. And you might see our titles as PIOs, so that's what it officially stands for, Public Information Officer. And you guys do work in different areas, correct? Yes. Yes, Yes, we do. We're kind of split across the different departments for the city. Julie has us over different areas that she thinks fits our strengths. Yes, and um, you are now, so really you're subject matter experts for these areas, and that's going to be very important on today's episode, and why we brought you all together, gathered together today. (laughs) But first... Back to you, Bob. Well, I'm the multimedia producer for the city of Tyler, so I produce video and audio projects. This podcast, of course, is one of those, and I've uh, been the only host that's been on the every episode of the podcast except the last one. Yes. And that dadgum COVID got me, and I had to miss, so I was not on the last one. But let me tell you, Adriana and Julie did an excellent job Thank of you. hosting that podcast, although, and I loved it. Although you had to spend like three hours editing it. Hey, it was something to do while I was sitting at home, bored, and... And feeling useless. So Maybe I was not able so great, to. though. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to do with the day. But uh, moving right along now, we do want to get to uh, part of the reason that we're we're doing this this way, where you can see it, and where we have the entire team here, is because we have something really exciting that we want to tell them, don't we, Peyton? We sure do. So, coming up on January 18th, the City of Tyler's Facebook is going to be having a live show, and you're seeing the cast right here. It's going to be us PIOs. <laughs> it's going to be called... From the inbox, just like this podcast episode, where we're going to be talking to you just about what's going on with the city, different events, different projects from roads, sewer to parks, everything that you might be interested in that's coming up. And like I said, that's going to be January 18th, and we're going to be starting at 9 a.m. And we're also going to be answering some of your questions. So if you have questions for the city that have been bothering you your entire life, you can (laughs) put them in the comments and we will answer it live for you. And that's kind of what we're going to be doing today. We're going to we picked the top questions that we had this year throughout the entire year, throughout every single department, and we're going to answer them all for you. <laughs> and we're kind of working on the capability during the live show because one of the cool things about doing a live stream on uh, social media is that a lot of times we can address and answer questions almost immediately, and so we'll be able to get some of your comments in on that show mm-hmm. as well. That's something we're working on being able to do. may not be able to do it right out of the box that first episode, but it is something that we're hoping will be yes. part of it. Yes, and if you leave a question that we're ever unable to respond to during the live show or at any time we will always get back to you you can message our facebook city of tyler texas or you can write us in at public relations at tyler and tyler texas all spelled out that's or, one great thing about this team by the way <laughs> is they answer every single message that comes in so if you ask a question you're going to get an answer or you'll get a whole pocket podcast episode about it that's yeah. right <laughs> that, has been, that has been known to happen uh, so anyway from the inbox today we're actually doing that we're actually answering some of the biggest questions we've had throughout the year of 2022 and i think the best thing to do is just dive right in and get some of these questions julie let's do it okay so we're gonna start with um some of our infrastructure questions because and i know that's a big word but people write into us all the time about their roads their streets drainage all of these things what's happening and one of the ones we get often and Tyler is a growing city, so we have a lot of construction going on, is why has my road been shut down or under construction for this very long time? (laughs) And so, Luann, since this is your area, your expertise, what are some of the top reasons that causes um, construction like that to uh, 
to seem to last forever. Well, definitely Mother Nature does have her hand in that. Uh, rain and uh, temperature have a lot to do with when we can uh, lay asphalt. If it's too cold, we can't lay it. If it's too hot, we can't lay it. So, Isn't that temperature around 80 degrees? Isn't that what you were telling me the other 50, day? Between 50 and 90 is uh, mm-hmm. what I've read and what I've been told. So, so yeah, that's it's, it has to be a ground temperature and ambient temperature. I'll have to work out and there has to be about three days of that in a row. So sometimes it's hard to get that three days in a row, especially when we're going to do asphalt uh, enhancements or in, any sort of paving. Um, but another reason is there's there's large projects going on right now uh, in the city of Tyler. One of those is down south on Cambridge Road, and it is it's a beast of a project. It's a long uh, it's a long roadway. It goes from Broadway all the way up um, to. Uh, is that Jeff Davis? Jeff Davis, thank you. Yeah. So it's quite a sprawl out there, and this used to be a county road. Um, so we're taking a county road um, and a section of of a neighborhood, this neighborhood in particular that was annexed into the city, and we're making that uh, county road a city road. So our city has construction standards that we have to um, abide by, and we have to build our our infrastructure too and this particular project is is highly involved because uh it doesn't involve just the surface of the roadway it involves what's underneath the roadway which is water pipes sewer pipes drainage infrastructure and to get down to all that it takes it takes some time to dig all that up uh, replace it all with the stuff that we need to be under there that meets the construction standards we have here and it's it's weather dependent again and there's it's supply might be an issue so there's a there's a lot that can be involved in that and also when you dig up a road you never really know what's there it's kind of a mm-hmm. a, a puzzle sometimes to take apart and we have other utilities under there too that don't belong to us so we have to coordinate with other companies like AT&T or the gas company or the electric company to move their stuff if they need to or you know at least tell us what's there and what mm-hmm. uh, we can do to avoid it or, or cover it back up or what we need whatever we need to do to to make that a good happen. example of that was the rice road drainage sinkhole we had recently yes so if you want to talk about like <laughs> all the utilities we had to move yes well we had a we, ha- we found a sinkhole it was it was reported to us so we uh, went over there and checked it out and yes in fact the the pavement was cracking and uh the <laughs> going into the ground um lo and behold there was um somebody had a, a con- a contractor or a cable company had bored through one of our um, storm drained uh, systems that was under the ground and that was taking in dirt also letting out water that wasn't supposed to be there so it was just this perfect storm of events that happened over time over a long period of time underneath the ground there and it, it just uh, fell through and, and we had a sinkhole there with lots of stuff going on. We had a a brick manhole that was there probably from the 60s. The the uh, infrastructure there, the water pipes, the sewer pipes, um, everything was, was all there and including some cable lines because Sunlink's right there and some phone lines most likely. So we had to coordinate that with a lot of um, other outside agencies before we could really um, get everything replaced and dig down as deep as we needed to to get to the root problem of that so we we got there we um replaced everything we needed to replace except the ongoing work that's going on in the sewer line and since we found that suit since we uncovered that sewer line it made sense for us to go ahead and replace it now uh, rather than just cover up cover it back up and have to go back in you know next month or next year so we have it open now we're going to go ahead and take care of it and so uh, rather than patch a spot they're going to go ahead and just take care of everything under yeah. there now while they yes, dug yes. up. That's good. Good stuff. Um, and then, so talk a little bit about the uh, relationship with contractors on some of these uh, projects and how we work with contractors to do this. Yes. Well, we don't we don't have a team um, that works for the city of Tyler that goes out and builds things like this. So those are big projects that we don't have the equipment to do that. We don't have the people to do that. So we hire local companies from around this area usually that have that expertise that can um, dig up a whole entire road from point A to point B and uncover all the lines and, and all of that stuff and, and do a a preliminary study of what's there and what needs to happen. Um, so those relationships are very important. We have a lot of good companies here in Tyler that we work with, and they provide oversight as well of the construction that goes on. And it's it's there are some companies here that have really built Tyler from. Mm-hmm 
underground to the <laughs> to the top of the to the, to the highest peak. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great um, you know thing when you look at the whole situation going on. And so, when you talk about roads. You can't help but uh, think about traffic (laughs) in the city of Tyler. And uh, so are we really fixing traffic in the city? We are. We are. We have a master uh, plan for that. And it's a it's a 10 year plan. We can't do all of this at once. We can't take out every traffic signal at once and replace it. We can't take out all the equipment and and do it all at once. So we are doing it in in segments. Uh, We have retimed traffic signals all the way down Broadway and a couple other corridors. And. There's a big formula for how much that saves us, um, and it's it's hard to understand. But basically, what I've got from our traffic engineer that <laughs> the, the after study that they did indicates retiming of 19 of these intersections on Broadway resulted in the delay savings of about 231,000 vehicle hours per year, wow. which translates to more than seven million annual driver d- delay. So, <laughs> so it's a big. I tried to look up the formula, but I I don't. Don't understand that stuff but <laughs> we have a engineers. great <laughs> traffic engineer who has studied this and does this for a living and he has um done some time he does a lot of timing with these things and he can do it now from his laptop he can do it in the in a vehicle he doesn't have to go out and work in the environment for hours on end trying to manipulate the timing in some old uh boxes that have old um, equipment in there that isn't really working with the new equipment so we're 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 at a point right now where we have um a computer controlled system um the hardware and and, uh, software is there we've got uh new school zone flashers we've got some detection uh set up at some of the the most busy intersections um We've retimed a lot of these lights, and we're looking at doing more of that in the future. And right now, we are in the preliminary um, phases of doing the um, preemption for the fire department vehicles, which will help them with their response time. And I have a personal story that I tell everybody, and people like, I put it on Tyler Rings and Raves, and people didn't believe me, but I'm telling you on camera, I drove from Amherst on Broadway all the way to the to the toll. Not a single red light. <laughs> it was the most beautiful time, um, and it's possible. It's real. Like and, and it, it, was, it wasn't like the middle of the night. No, it oh. was during the day. It was wow. actually during the holidays last year. Wow, oh, so oh, that's good. See, I have a personal like. Any time, usually, I live near downtown Tyler, and any time I want to go to South Tyler near the Cumberland Villages, it used to take me about thirty to thirty-five minutes. Well, over the last year, year and a half, it's gone down to about. 20 minutes. Now, I have not tried doing that this holiday season, so I'm sure it's probably not as fast because everybody is coming to Tyler to Christmas shop on top of our reg- our regular community. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been great, I've thought. And I even, anytime I sit at a light for longer than what I think is two minutes, I start I start timing because I'm like, okay, do I need to report this? Do I need to report this? And it yeah. usually changes like right after I have that thought. Let, let's talk, let, that's a nice segue. So yeah. there are um, occasionally there are things that can delay us outside of um, sometimes a light will there may be a power issue at a light mm-hmm. or a pothole um, that may be large enough that you've got to go around so let's talk about how do we report those ah, brilliant segue yes i know Peyton really Peyton really gave it to us you're yeah, welcome perfect. Nice job. but yeah so if you ever have any of those type of issues like julie just mentioned where you see a pothole your light may be taken longer than what you want it to take or you think it should take the type my tyler app is free and it's where you can report those issues without having to call or send an email you just pull out your phone it's a free app you can download it and it'll go straight to the departments that need to know that information so it's not coming into us and then us rerouting it to them or going you know potentially to you think you've got the right department but not really it goes straight to who it needs to go to and adriana actually has another personal story yes. with all of us when <laughs> we're in the car one day with this yeah we actually uh we were all in the car together going to lunch i think (laughs) and we stop at our light in the azalea district and we're like there for like a whole two minutes and we're like what is happening longer than that (laughs) we were it it was just not changing so i pulled up my app and i reported it and it showed you like it has like location so Mm -hmm. the app knows where you're at you don't have to like figure out what street you're in um and 
before we were even done with lunch, I had already gotten a call from one of our uh, people in the engineering department, and they told us that, which I didn't know this, that sometimes if people park on the side of the road and, and they're in the way of the detector, mm -hmm. then the detector gets kind of off balance because it now it's reading cars as like stat, like oh. objects yes. and it doesn't react to actual cars anymore so that's what happened there wow yes, yes. That, that does is, happen that is neat <laughs> that yes. is a good yeah. thing but so we, i learned something new mm -hmm. and the issue was fixed and it was great and then later that week i had another one where um i think the red light of was off completely and I reported it again and that same day it was fixed. Yes, residents of Tyler, we do patrol the streets for you <laughs> and report all the issues. Code loves us. Traffic. <laughs> well, they love us too. We We're very a, nice. Another instance of that working that uh, we actually caught on video uh, <laughs> yes. because we we're doing an episode of Walking with Bob to talk about uh, our app and kind of promote it a little bit. And we just happened to use a pothole as an example. And so during the shoot of the video, we reported the pothole. And we were able, before the video was even finished being edited, and those things turn around like one or two days. Mm -hmm. And before the video was even finished, uh, Jenny, who uh, did the video with me, said, you know, the pothole's already fixed out there. And so I ran <laughs> back out there and got some more shots of it actually fixed before we even finished the video. And so uh, we, you know, that's an example that we actually caught on video. And it wasn't because it was us. We didn't report who was, you know, hey, we're doing a video out here. Come fix this pothole. It was because we were we were actually reporting it just like you would uh, with the My Tyler app. So if See, you want to watch that video, it's oh yeah. called There's an App for That. Yeah. We will put that in the show notes. Yes. 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 We'll link it's to also, it. Oh, I was going to say, it's also on our Facebook. It's on our YouTube. Yes. So if you want to search for it immediately, you can. Or like they said, the show notes. Check out our show There's notes. another thing we did uh, walking with Bob on is bike lanes. Oh, Why yes. are you spending money on bike lanes? Oh, we get that question we, frequently. Yes. Yeah. So, Luann, why are we spending money on well, bike lanes? Well, we didn't really spend a whole lot on that. We spent some, but it was there was a grant, and there was some other money that came to us for that. And bike lanes are part of our traffic, our transportation system. Um, it's a everybody shares the road type of situation, and we have transportation for cars, for public buses, for bicycles, for people walking. So... Um, we wanted to put some bike lanes in and we actually were able to get a grant to do that and they the system the of the bicycle lanes was actually designed by the university of texas at tyler um, engineering team up there they came up with this idea and it connects all the um the colleges texas college mm -hmm. U ut tyler and tjc um together uh with a central um hub that we call it downtown and it's it's been great um there are some questions that come in from that time to time because sometimes the uh the bike lanes um you know are are painted on the street and it may look like the road isn't wide enough anymore mm -hmm. but you are allowed to drive in those bike lanes if nobody there's no bicyclist there <laughs> you can also you can park get over there. to the side you can park there so it's <laughs> it's um you know it's it's part of our transportation system it's it's part of the rules of the road bicycles are allowed to use the road so that's uh well we, it's not bicycles are allowed it's they should they correct? should yes, yes they should use the road and be to the to the far right of the of the road so that's why they're there they also the bike lanes give a like a, a segregated area for the cyclists it it all you know with the studies that have been done with our traffic engineer even and his expertise in that it 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 highlights the bicyclist it, it lets us see them a little mm -hmm. bit better uh, than if they were just not in a designated area so that's why we have them and and we're enjoying them yeah, <laughs> i feel a lot safer uh, honestly because mm -hmm. we we bike quite a bit and it's been really nice having a space where i know that drivers are looking for me mm -hmm. so i really appreciate that as as a frequent bicyclist i'll just say as a driver i appreciate it because it keeps so me too, yeah. mindful to think about that because i mean we do have a big bicycle community in tyler and so we want everybody to be safe yeah. so i think this is a a good way to just 
Make people be more mindful and give bicyclists mm-hmm. that visibility. You know, give them part of the road. They need it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. You, you worried me when you talked about you are you are able to park in those bike yes. lanes. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it brings to mind the scene from Wayne's World where she's <laughs> driving along and she's waving at Wayne, but she's not looking where she's going. She's on a bicycle <laughs> and she slams into the back of a car. Just everybody be careful. Um, don't, don't be waving at Wayne when you're riding your bike and, and none of that will happen. Look out for each other. Yes. <laughs> All right. the rules Definitely. of the road. All right, Julie, you want to get this next? one here okay so another question last question last question oh yeah last question of this segment for luann i know we've been grilling you about the roads yes um one we get a lot is why is my street so rough now that you fixed it so you went in there you fixed it i don't like it as much (laughs) what's up with that that does happen um there is several different surface treatments that we can use to uh, repair roads and also extend the life of roadways this is done uh by what we call a pavement condition index it's a score that's given to all our streets every few years also our um, technician that um specializes in this asphalt enhancement program he'll go out and drive some of these routes but there's different uh, surface treatments for it uh, one is just called overlay it's a it's a thick coating over the road it's about an inch to an inch and a half maybe two inches and that's for roads that are deteriorating quite a bit and it seals them seals all the cracks uh, puts a new surface on it so it's going to be rough for a while because there's there's aggregate in there there's gravel in there and there's oil in there and then there's also seal coating and seal coating is um it's a thinner surface but it is a hot oil mix and then they put a um, some rocks over it and uh, those rocks over time will sink down into the oil but it takes a while um, so yeah cyclists don't like uh, uh, do not like seal coat because it's a little rougher um, but over time um, it does smooth out and then you end up of course with a nice smooth road good stuff Luann well uh, coming up next we're going to cover a lot more topics we're going to do it in a fun way we have a game it's called <laughs> not it yes. how does this game work <laughs> well, give me a little preview of how it's going to work well you're going to ask a question yeah. and we're going to tell you that's not us. <laughs> so the answer to every question is not it. Yeah. Hmm, okay. That's an interesting segment. Stick around. That's coming up next here on Roses and Weeds from the Inbox. Whether it's for business, a family getaway, exploring aviation history, or learning to fly, we offer endless possibilities. Take flight at Tyler Pounds Regional Airport. Visit flytyr.com to learn more. Back in downtown Tyler, I'm Julie Goodgame here hosting with Bob Malden and the City of Tyler Communications team. And we are about to play a a new game on Roses and Weeds. I don't think we've played this one before, no. Bob. Have we played games on Roses and Weeds at all before? I don't know. We have. We have. Okay. All right. Good we deal. have. Count, all the council member episodes. We've oh, played, that's right. We've we played do. some fun games. Yes, we have. And this is a very special game. So, in, in the inbox, uh, we frequently get questions, right? And um, a lot of them are, are, are city-specific, but some of them are for entities that actually are not the city. And so, this is a game that we will now call not it <laughs> we are not it but um we always try to help um those who contact us and those who write in through any of our channels we always try to in, and explain to people processes and and help them understand who is it mm-hmm. so that's what this is based on we're going to give you some context about the questions and help you better understand who does what in the city of tyler I guarantee you, if you ever write in, they're not going to respond. Not it. <laughs> so, Tempted, but so, we have not done that. We will get fired. Yeah, for the, for yeah. the sake of fun today, we're going to say not it. Yes. But if you write them, they are going to give you an answer and help you find the right answer. But this helps you, I think, understand what it is that we do and what it is that we don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's get started with not it. Okay. First question. City of Tyler, my street light is out. When are you going to come fix it? Not, not it. it. Not <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So explain to me who is it and who who do I need to get in touch with to get this taken care of? Well, we are going to direct you to Encore. Encore is the electric provider here in the city of Tyler. So we're going to give you either a link to their website or give you a phone number to call. Uh, you can Google that. It's pretty easy. Just Google Encore. Uh, the whole 
thing will come up. You can report uh, your street light out or your power outage and uh, go from there. That'll even it may even already have uh, that there's a power outage in this area and what the estimated time is to fix that. So it's a very informative website. It is, and, it, and during major weather events, we always try to put that information out yes. on our social channels. So even if um, you're not following them, if you're following us and you have a power outage, um, check our channels during a weather event, and we'll usually have that contact information up. So we still got you, mm-hmm. but we aren't the ones that actually are going to come out and fix those light. We and don't the do same if there's a pull down or a, a, a cable that's on the street, uh, we will try to contact Encore, but at the end of the day, uh, it will be Encore or AT&T or whoever owns the pole mm-hmm. in the line that will have to fix it. And just an interesting fact for you, city crews cannot touch other utility companies' lines, power poles, those types of things. It's a liability, so that's why I know it would be better to just easily have somebody come out and fix things, but that's why we tell you here's the correct person to contact or we'll contact them for you sometimes. Oh, we're getting another email here. And uh, Julie, we have our next question. What is it? <laughs> okay. City of Tyler, why are you letting insert organization here do an event on the square? Oh, why so, are we doing that? So, all right. So first, even though the downtown square is in downtown Tyler, the city of Tyler does not own it. It's actually owned and maintained by Smith County. And so Smith County, all you have to do is go to their website and submit that you're wanting to have an event. So that's why you might see an event that you personally don't agree with. But because everybody's trying to follow the law, that's why certain events are allowed to take place. So as long as it's speech that is constitutionally protected. Yes, that is right. Yes, but definitely not it. But not <laughs> it, that's right. <laughs> not it on that one. Don't, don't on the square. We're uh, getting another uh, another message here, Julie. This one is a frequently asked question here. City of Tyler, why do we not have a Costco? Why are you keeping <laughs> Costco from me? <laughs> well, certainly not it on that one. Uh, we do not kick anyone out of Tyler. We do not bring any company in Tyler. We obviously welcome everybody here. We want that for our economy. Um, but it's all about demand. So if there's a store, like, I don't know, people really like groceries here. Uh, they're always True. asking Everyone's about groceries. groceries. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you want a specific grocery or store or Ikea, yeah. maybe try contacting them and if they see enough demand, they might consider it. There's no promises. Uh, it also depends on the infrastructure that they need to be in a or in a different city or even the population we might just be not big enough for them but we will get there maybe eventually (laughs) so market forces definitely at play and we get this question a lot and costco certainly is is a name that we get a lot but Mm -hmm. for lots of different businesses people asking and and with the assumption that we somehow approve or deny and we um we we do not approve or deny specific businesses um at all so yeah so as long as it's on our zoning yes you're good to go. <laughs> if you've got the zoning for it, come on. If, yes. you've got the, if we've got the market and you've got the zoning. Getting another message here across the internet. Uh-oh. Uh, Julie, what is this one? Oh, I see it. I see it right here, Bob. Okay. <laughs> and th- this is a, a little bit in line with the, the one before that we get. City of Tyler, why are you not letting other internet providers in town? Mm. Not it. We want the same things as you. We all live here. We all want choices. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We all want choices. Um, but no, we get this question a lot and internet companies it's like julie said it's kind of the same as the demand and uh on the previous question but it does have an extra barrier of uh internet companies need a lot of infrastructure that is very expensive so we've had sudden link or what is now optimum here in tyler for many many years um so they're the ones that you know and that there, it's easier for them to expand services or to add new things because they're already here uh, for a new company to come they would have to install every line and tear up every single street uh, and go into every single house to be able to provide that service and for some companies it's just not worth it and they don't think it'd be worth their money and their investment but thankfully that has changed in the past maybe a year and a half two years Mm -hmm. and we have actually two companies that are currently right now installing fiber to home in tyler and that is metronet and vexus um so the choices are coming um and we're very excited about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's really not even the the choice just for the sake of one 
wanting to change. It's, it's wanting to have that choice so that if something's not working, we can call up our current internet provider and threaten to switch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Leverage. Market forces. Yes. <laughs> all right. House woes. We're going to uh, talk about things like your water bill and how your water tastes, uh, why you're not getting a tap in your new home fast enough, all of those things we're going to discuss as we answer all of your questions right here on Roses and Weeds next. Looking for your new forever best friend? Come on down to Tyler Animal Services. We have dogs, cats, and sometimes pocket pets available for adoption. Come find your new best friend at 4218 Chandler Highway in Tyler. You can also see available pets for adoption by visiting our website, cityoftyler.org. Here on Roses and Weeds, I'm Bob Malden, and I'm joined by co-host Julie Goodgame and a host of others here. Uh, Adriana Rodriguez, Peyton Weidman, Lou Ann Campbell. It is the entire City of Tyler Communications team, and uh, this is a special uh, episode of the podcast because, as we told you earlier... We're getting ready for that big new live uh, Facebook streaming program where uh, you ladies will be talking about all the things, all the questions that come in. Uh, and, and it's called From the Inbox. That's right. Much like this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We'll be doing pretty much the same thing. We'll be answering any questions that you might have. And we're also going to be telling you all about events and projects that are coming up or going on within the city of Tyler. Our first episode is going to be on January 18th at 9 a.m. So, And we'll be posting to our Facebook to remind you that it's coming up. And so be sure to tune in. And if you follow us, you'll get a notification as soon as we start. Yep. So. That's right. <laughs> we'll let you know. Um, okay. Uh, this this segment is called House Woes. And I love that because uh, Adriana and I have a uh, favorite show right now where woe is in every title of the episode. I love it. Uh, Wednesday, uh, if we can plug that. I don't know if we can or not. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, Julie, our uh, next issue having to do also with water. So another question we get um, quite a bit, and oftentimes it's cyclical um, around either seasonally um, or when we um, do maintenance to the system, we'll get questions about taste or smell of water and, and we'll get write-ins about, you know, I don't like the taste, I don't like the smell. Is it safe? So, um, Luann, can you speak to taste and smell? Our water comes from Lake Tyler and Lake Palestine. So, like certain times of year, like Julie said, there will be a, an uptick in the amount of geosmin that's found in in this water. And geosmin is naturally occurring. It occurs in nature. It's what you would taste in, like, beets or spinach. I Mushrooms know, and wine. That too, yes. <laughs> Lots of so, hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. It's a dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> a dinner party in a glass. So, <laughs> we try really hard out at the plants to take all of that taste out, but sometimes it's impossible when there's, you know, a high amount of it due to the time of year or what the the weather is. So you may get some of that taste in your water. Um, and it's, we earth, know, it's earthy, right? It's very it's earthy. A, it's yeah. an earthy taste. It's an earthy taste. So that's what taste. that is. It's, and it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with your water. Um, it just means that you either don't like that taste or you're very sensitive to it and you don't prefer it. Again, there's nothing wrong with your water. There's some things you can do to it to uh, to get that to go away or to minimize that. And one thing you can do is to put some lemon in it, of course. Um, you can filter it uh, if you need to do that. Uh, another thing you can do is just chill it. Put a you know put a picture of it in the in the fridge. Let it chill out a little bit, um, and and it should take care of some of that for you. I always put ice in my water, and ice. I never taste anything <laughs> weird about it. I think just something about it being colder does help. Yes. <laughs> okay, and so here's another question, and this one came up um, rather recently, and it was a good mm-hmm. question that we got because it actually did. In this instance, uh, this last year we had a siren malfunction, and so we didn't actually have a warning siren, but. Um, what the question that was asked after that was why can I not hear the outdoor warning sirens generally and I was actually surprised at the answer as well I learned something too about this but so Adriana why don't you speak to outdoor warning sirens yeah so I actually didn't know this either like the first time I got this question I emailed our police department our fire department and asked them hey like this person says they can't hear their warning siren inside their house and our fire chief informed me like they're not meant to (laughs) 
these are outdoor warning sirens. And after he said wow. that, I was like, oh, of course. It <laughs> makes sense. It does make sense. Yes, it's the name, outdoor the, warning yes. system. So, yeah. It does. So but these are for people when you're driving around, walking outside, and there's incoming bad weather or any other emergency, then you can hear it. But inside your home, you're supposed to be able to like turn on the TV or even use Rave Alert. We have this amazing system called <laughs> Rave Alert or Smart 911 if you're looking for the app that uh, you sign up. It's free. It's confidential. And you will get notifications straight to your phone. Like you can make it be a call, a text message, or just a notification that pops up that tells you when there's an emergency. Even uh, we've sent it for like if there's going to be a water outage, mm-hmm. uh, like if there's a water main break in your neighborhood, they'll notify you through there. If there's a missing person that someone's looking for, we can get notified there. And you can set up all the preferences. But it's really it's really good. Uh, so if you go to our website, cityofchilo.org, you'll see on our banner in the front page, Rave Alert or Smart 911. We recommend you sign up if you really want to know what's going and on. And you don't even have to have a cell phone to do this. You can have the old-fashioned landline. You can still yeah. set it up to and give you, you a give phone call, call yeah. and mm-hmm. you can go answer that phone and, and it'll tell you. <laughs> yes. And a neat thing is, is that you can sign up for Tyler, but say you have a child or family member in another city, you can sign up for that city if they have the program, but a lot of them do now. Um, and so you can receive alerts about your loved ones and where they are as well. I will say after I've been using it, and especially over the last few months, as we have had weather events and breaks mm-hmm. and, and to get those all of the time, it's really nice um, because it allows you to plan ahead. It, I, I never worry about where I am. I'm going to hear my phone or I'm mm-hmm. going to hear it. So I can't recommend that service enough. I, I should have been using this a long time ago. I didn't think about that option of being able to like get it for like where your kids live. Yes. Um, and you know, my mom was very weather proactive when I was younger. She would, uh, I would be on the radio doing the tornado warning. <laughs> I would be telling people there's a tornado warning. Meanwhile, the emergency line is ringing on the phone and I get done and answer that. Did you know there's a tornado in the area? <laughs> I did. I love my mom. Hey, She's Dad. very on top of it. You can set up Rave Alert. <laughs> All the way in Puerto Rico. Right? What's going on with her? Yep. You're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, my neighbor has a loud dog. Or there's loud cars in my neighborhood all the time. Do something. <laughs> what? What do we do? Okay. So first of all, we have a city ordinance that talks about noise violations. So there's not going to be a need to call animal services if it's a dog or the city uh excuse me, or code enforcement, you want to call the Tyler Police Department's non-emergency number, which is 903-531-1000. And if an officer is available, they will send him out to come check it out. And remember, we have this ordinance, so it does have restrictions in place on how loud the noise has to be. The officer will come to your home and measure from your home because you're the one making the call. And so based on certain decibel, I believe it's like 0.75, which probably doesn't mean much to us, but the officer will, will understand and he'll he'll verify. And if that noise is louder than what it's supposed to be, they will go over and address it. Um, I know we've received some questions lately about businesses and that works for businesses as well. It's not just pets. It's not just, you know, I hear a loud car driving by or my neighbors being loud. So it's also for businesses. And like I said, the Tyler Police Department's non-emergency numbers, who you want to call about that. So that's 903-531-1000. But again, it is all regulated by ordinance. So it's a really good idea to go online and read yes, the was, ordinance and understand you know what? that. So we talked about the dogs barking a little bit earlier. And uh, is that a reason to call animal control? No. they. If you are concerned about an animal's welfare, please, yes, call Tyler Animal Control. They will come out and do a check on that animal. Excuse me, but the Tyler Police Department, they are the ones that handle noise complaints. So that's why you want to call TPD if you're hearing a loud dog bark that you think is so excessive it's breaking that ordinance. Ooh, do they take the noise meter for the dogs too? Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. they do actually. We, we've gotten several, <laughs> several messages wow. about dogs barking and late at night and, and the we frequency. do get a lot of them about the cars being too loud those are harder to measure because like once the car is gone it's gone you can't do anything <laughs> yes. about it unless yeah. it's your neighbor's car yeah. or they're like racing around in circles um then pd will be able to address it yes. otherwise cars as one that it's very hard to measure mm-hmm. and address mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. So definitely good <laughs> stuff there. And uh, and this uh, there's another one here about animals. And huh, this gets a little uh, morbid. But I found a dead animal in my yard. What do I do? We have, we have some stories about what not to do. I think. Yes. Right? Happens more often than you would think. Yeah. That's why it's on our frequently asked questions. Yes. Who, who in here has found a dead animal in their yard? Uh, me oh. twice wow. in one year. Um, so the first one, I was at work. And my boyfriend calls me, and he's like, there's a dead rooster in our yard. <laughs> a rooster? Yeah. I think he got, a, like, shocked with the power pole or something. During I don't a know. storm, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, let me call animal control and see what we can need to do. He's like, oh, no, I already threw it in the ditch. I'm like, what do you mean you threw it in the ditch? You're not supposed to do that. He's like, well, I didn't want it in my yard. I was like, well don't do that in the future now we can't do anything about it but but then uh the second time this happened it was another dead animal uh and i was home this time so i was able to teach him how to properly handle this (laughs) Uh, which is you have to put it in a bag put it in your curb and call animal control and they'll come pick it up his way just (laughs) cause problems for us all later (laughs) only water in the water (laughs) only water in the water and And then if there is a dead animal impeding traffic if you see one on the roadway in the middle of the road, you can call the Tyler Police Department to alert them. Once again, please call that non-emergency number, uh, 903-531-1000, and they will send somebody out there to take care of it. But that's only if it's impeding traffic. If it's off to the side of the road and out of the way, they're not going to come and address it. But you can call animal control, and if they're available, they will come and take care of that. Well, I have a feeling in this next segment, we're going to hear from Adriana a lot. We're going to be talking about quality of life. When we return here on a very entertaining episode of Roses and Weeds, it's called From the Inbox, and we're back in just a moment. Skip the line and avoid late fees. Tyler Water Utilities offers several convenient ways to pay your utility bill. Leave a check or money order in one of our two Dropbox locations at the Water Business Office, 511 West Locust Street, or the Rice Road Brookshire's Grocery Store parking lot. Visit cityoftyler.org for our pay online options, or go to Tyler Water Utilities' webpage where you can sign up for AutoDraft and see our list of authorized payment locations. downtown Tyler. This is Roses and Weeds with Bob Malden. I'm Julie Goodgame and we have got our entire communications team here, Adriana, Peyton, and Luann. And we're just answering your burning questions about <laughs> all things Tyler that uh, we've accumulated throughout the year. In this next section, we are going to focus on things like our parks and our library and quality of life questions that we get all of the time. So I will start with this one um, that we get for the library question a bit and it is why do I have to pay a library membership if I have a Tyler address so you have to pay really close attention to your Tyler address because if you are inside city limits you do not have to pay a membership this is a free service for all Tyler city residents because you pay with it for with your taxes Uh, but if you live outside city limits that means you do not pay city taxes therefore you're not really contributing to the uh, funding of the library so we do have a small membership fee and it depends on if you want to do like a month six months or a year and the cost will vary and the longer your membership is the cheaper it is in the long run Um, but yes you have to make sure your uh, address is actually in the city limits if it says county road if it's like uh, i think it's five digit numbers are not Mm -hmm. city of tyler yeah those are county numbers Um, but this does not does not mean you cannot use a library so if even if you're outside of city limits if your kid goes to a tyler isd school or a, a school inside city limits you can still go to the library free of charge and uh, rent out books and everything um but also all our programs at the library are free no matter who you are or where you come from um, you do not need a membership or a card to visit our library and to just enjoy our programming or even read our books it, the only needs, reason you need the card is to check out books or to access some of our online materials like cloud library and some other apps that we do have 
So pay really close attention because just because it says Tyler doesn't mean it's part of the incorporated yes. city. That is mm-hmm. fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I am enthralled. <laughs> hey, Adriana. Yes. Why are there no lights at the parks at night? <laughs> well, this is another city ordinance. Uh, okay. <laughs> I do not have the number like Peyton, but I do have it memorized for you. Like no. I did. <laughs> uh, We do get this a lot, so I do have it memorized. Um, our parks are technically closed from sunset to sunrise so you should not be at the park at all if there is no light that is why we do not have lights in the park um we do have some for security purposes to be able to um have some areas that might be darker and may need some lighting to prevent crime or vandalism Uh, but in general we do not have lights in any like tennis court or um, playground just because you're not supposed to be there except for our regional park or uh, Faulkner Park or Golden Road Park because (coughs) they that's where we play tournaments so if there's a tournament happening um, the league that is sponsoring that tournament will pay a fee to have those lights on another one involving parks <laughs> I love this one where are all the pickleball courts what am I getting more because I, I love yeah they're taking over some. my tennis courts y'all are yes. taking I over love my tennis courts me some pickleball pickleball <laughs> so pickleball is like a version of tennis that's a little bit more friendly for those of us that do not know how to play tennis or are not able to play tennis oh, not, now I'm interested not as, not, not as fast moving a yeah. sport yeah. I have found I, it's more leisurely yes but we do have a huge fan base of pickleball players mm-hmm. here in Tyler and we hear you we know you're there we're we're here to serve you I'm one of you I'm one of, I'm with you people we actually already have three pickleball pickleball courts we have one indoor at the glass recreation mm-hmm. center uh, in Waldert Park I believe they there's a group that meets on Fridays yes. too to play so if you're interested just call the glass rec and I'm sure they can tell you all about it they no have a whole there. schedule oh yes goodness. is it a teaching group because I might need to go learn they will teach you okay. yes they I'm want sure they more will. people <laughs> we do have one at Faulkner Park in our tennis center uh, area um, and we recently added one at Burkefield Park in our new tennis court slash pickleball court behind <laughs> the the big stage um, but that is not all we're adding more <laughs> yes. what is that commercial <laughs> the, the guy with the beard <laughs> but that's not all yeah. uh, pickleball for all yes <laughs> so uh, we're also adding pickleball courts at Pollard Park this is the park that uh, most recently we're renovating and it is going to be completely redone and part of that renovation includes pickleball courts that will only be for pickleball pickleball this is like tongue twister but that means that you do not have to share these courts with tennis players they will have their own course and you will have your own wow very cool uh so uh we're in the winter now this is a very valid point for right now why are the water fountains in the parks turned off Yes. During the winter. <laughs> so uh, next week, we're going to have 14 degree weather. <laughs> um, so to hibernate. <laughs> the same way that your pipes in your house freeze, pipes everywhere <laughs> will freeze. Uh, so the reason we turn off the water fountains and even close the bathrooms and turn off the water in the bathrooms is because we're trying to prevent uh, pipe from bursting. So uh, it will be inconvenient for a little bit, but it will actually be better in the long run because if a pipe bursts, it will be closed for even longer so as long as as uh, temperatures drop and go under uh, below freezing we will unfortunately have to turn off water in all our parks just bring your water bottle uh, make sure you plan your trip before and after um, you go to the restroom (laughs) and you won't have to use it i think thankfully we have enough gas stations around parks (laughs) that hopefully you're able to find a location during the season when our bathrooms are closed but stay hydrated just because it's cold does not mean you do not need water Mm -hmm. (laughs) very true thank you for that (laughs) that. okay so last one last question um and this one is for this one's about downtown we get this one a lot why are there so many abandoned buildings okay so it might look like there are a lot of abandoned buildings downtown but lately over the last couple of years they've been getting purchased and i know several of the owners of these buildings were waiting for downtown to get this national historic district accreditation because with that there opens up more grant funding for these businesses to be able to more easily revitalize so like for example the carlton hotel that one was purchased back in 2021 by north 
Earth Development, and they're going to invest $30 million to redo the Carlton Hotel and modify it. And it's going to be an apartment complex once more, once they're done working on it. And but it's already started. They actually have started demo. And so right. there's work happening right now. There is. It's just harder to see when they're inside the building and they're not tearing it down because, like I said, it's going to be apartments again. So, yes. And then... Uh, where was that other one we were just talking about? Oh, the old Greyhound bus That's station. Right. Yes, that one, that one was waiting on, like I was just talking about, the National Historic District. And so now that we received that back this summer, I know that they're planning on getting into that building and starting to remodel it. But then there are also plans to demolish buildings that are substandard and that we think will create a public health uh, and risk. So we have the old Tyson home that that one has been marked for demolition. Yeah, and it's not just those three. We have multiple buildings. I I believe there's about seven or ten at this Mm -hmm. point that look bad right now, (laughs) but they have been purchased. They do have plans, and they're working on it actively. And in the next three to five years, downtown is going to look completely different. I was we were talking about earlier, like the past three years, downtown has changed. It really has. Um, I used to work in the theater at Liberty Hall, and uh, at night, having to walk after a show, it was kind of scary because there was nothing happening. But now, like, no matter what time you're downtown, there's people everywhere because there's Andy's, there's cafe, there's different restaurants, and we have a new apartment complex and a new townhomes just um, right beside, beside City Hall, City Hall. <laughs> our new neighbors, and those are brand new and mm-hmm. completely full. They actually have no vacancies at this point. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and then speaking of changes, I mean, the Smith County Courthouse was approved, so uh, the current courthouse is going to be demolished eventually, and a new building is going to be built uh, at a different location, still near downtown, though. And so that's just going to completely change. So. There is a lot going on downtown, even though you may not be able to see it if you're only coming down here after 5 p.m. or on the weekends because those aren't business hours. <laughs> so just know that there is a lot going on. And downtown. we also have our uh, program with tool design. Yes, yes. That we're working on them, too. Uh, that's going to be more about streetscaping mm-hmm. and parking and more green space. We're going to be evaluating those one way roads and see if they need to stay one way or if they can be turned into two ways. Uh, we started a pilot program last winter of turning some of these lights into flashing lights mm-hmm. instead of regular traffic lights and it worked out that people liked it more and it was more efficient for riders to have to only stop at a stoplight instead of a or like a stop sign instead of an actual light Mm -hmm. Um, so we're working on that as well so downtown is a pop-in yes (laughs) plans have been made properties have been purchased so it sounds like um there's a lot that has happened and will be happening and i think to your point over the next um next couple of years be paying very close Mm -hmm. attention there's going to be a lot of really cool things and even a couple of things in the pipeline that we really can't talk about that's right that's right right. we have secrets we have secrets (laughs) but you you can hear about them in our live show (laughs) that starts in january that's right you sure can yeah Yeah. so one more plug for the live show that's coming up january 18th that's a wednesday at 9 a.m from the inbox is what we're calling it where we're just going to be talking to you answering any questions you may have about the city of tyler and telling you what's coming and what's going on for 2023 and from the inbox is the name of this episode which we are wrapping up right now and i'd like to say thanks to luana campbell and peyton weidman adriana rodriguez and of course uh, julie Goodgame, all for being here and uh bringing you this segment at which this show really which was all about your questions and things that that we get asked throughout the year and uh you know it doesn't stop here. You have now opportunities with From the Inbox, the uh, new series, and of course, here on Roses and Weeds, that we'd love to get your ideas for topics of the show. And uh, to, to get your information onto these shows, what it is that you want to hear about, how do they uh, reach out to us, Julie? Well, you can always DM us on social media. We have all of the channels. We are everywhere. Just type City of Tyler, and you will find us. Look for the logos. Um you can also email us at publicrelations at tylertexas.com. Tyler Texas is all spelled out. And um, again, follow us. 
like us, rate tag us, roses tag and weeds. Us. Yes, That's right. Write things online and tag roses and weeds, and maybe we will appear. So, <laughs> so many ways, so many ways to talk to us. <laughs> so many ways. Well, it's been a great episode. Be sure to watch for that uh, new series coming, uh, streaming live in January. And for all the team here, my name is Bob Malden. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye. Happy holidays. If he stands right about there, if he stands right there, scoot over that way just a little. No, no scoot, way, scoot way, over. Walk over. Way, yeah, brother. Okay, there we go. Now I can get him. There he is. Now wave at the camera right there. <laughs> Councilman Stuart Haney walking by here. You never know who's going to walk by. Yes. <laughs>